Well, let's talk about who UCLA should target in terms of quarterbacks for 2023. Do they have it on their own roster? Or is it going to be DJ? Or someone else? Let's talk about it. Locked on UCLA. Let's hit it. You are locked on UCLA. Your daily podcast on the UCLA Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey everybody, it's your favorite host, it's Zach Anderson Yoxheimer. You can follow me on Twitter, follow the show Twitter at Locked On Bruins. Thanks for making Locked On UCLA your first listen each and every day. It's free wherever you get your podcasts and it's available on YouTube. Like, comment, and subscribe over there. In the meantime, let's talk about what UCLA has going forward for them in terms of the quarterback in 2023. They're losing Dorian Thompson-Robinson, who's broken already quite a few records for UCLA when it comes to total yards passing touchdowns could even break a few more if it comes to him playing in the bowl game but UCLA will have a hole potentially in 2023 if they don't figure out who is the starting quarterback they have their own options in-house potentially but you wouldn't count out Chip Kelly and the UCLA recruiting staff to not go out and find a transfer porter quarterback whether it's someone in the wings someone to compete for the job and challenge one of the likes of either Ethan Garbers or Justin Martin. UCLA has a variety of options. And then there's the big one. There's DJ Uyangalele, who can sit there, the Clemson super recruit, right, who is supposed to take over after Trevor Lawrence and continue that Clemson dominance. It didn't exactly come to fruition over there in Clemson, but still that is a top portal get potentially for UCLA. So who are these options that I can, I'm about to lay out for you for Locked On UCLA? Is it between Justin Martin, Ethan Garbers? Is it DJ, or is it someone else? I've got a short list here as to what they have in-house, DJ, and another recruit UCLA could go after. And we'll start with DJ, why not? Because DJ Uyangale is from the Inland Empire, high school ball out at St. John Bosco. Remember that epic finale where he won the championship in the CIF Southern section, the highest division you can play in the Southern section, beating Modern Day in that classic battle against Bryce Young and Modern Day over three, four years ago, I believe, when the title game was. Goes to Clemson, sits that first year a little bit, gets a start against Notre Dame in a nationally televised game. Remember during that COVID season in 2020, had a good game, but fell short in overtime against the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Then was the starter of these last two years. And for DJ, some up and down numbers, more interceptions than passing touchdowns in 2021. And this year, DJ here in 2022, 62%, 2,500 passing yards, 22 touchdowns, seven picks, 550 rushing yards, just about, and seven touchdowns. For Dorian Thompson Robinson, this is what his numbers were this year 69% completion percentage, 2,800 passing yards this year, close to 2,900, could even get to 3,000 if he plays in that bowl game for a season, 25 touchdowns, seven picks, 11 rushing touchdowns, and 600 rushing yards. So for DJ, he's 6'4", 250. He could really fill that role what DTR has in terms of that dual threat ability, a bigger, stronger quarterback. We saw what Dorian Thompson Robinson struggled with, which was at times the ability to hold on to the football and just his sheer physique and staying on the field early part of his career. So far, in 2022, he's kept up on the field for the most part, other than being pulled early against Alabama State. But for DJ, he can truly fit that role as a potential dual threat, maybe in that Chip Kelly system, even if he's not asked to run a bigger, stronger body. And maybe with a new coach, a new system, 
and maybe something that's more run-centric going first, moving from Clemson, where UCLA designed simple schemes. You could argue DJ a lot more arm talent than DTR. Could be a good fit here as already a California kid, a SoCal kid, and come back to UCLA. There's been bo- there's been betting odds. Some may be labeling UCLA as the favorite to potentially get DJ. The other question is, his brother Mateo is a class of 23, a defensive and uh, an edge rusher who's looking at the likes of Ohio State, Oregon, just to name a couple. And there's the ideas that maybe those two could be a package combo deal moving as a transfer portal and a 23 recruit to play one, if not two seasons together. DJ with two seasons left, barring a outstanding 23 season where he elevates up the NFL draft stock. He could potentially just be a one-year rental, depending on how good the 2023 season is for him. And again, those numbers, similar to DTR in terms of passing touchdowns, in terms of the likes of, all right, he can keep that rushing ability on the field, at least what he's proven so far as of the quarterbacks I'm about to list for you guys throughout the rest of this episode. But he did have an 8 for 29 performance throwing the football, yes. He didn't in didn't have eight incompletions. Against South Carolina a couple weeks ago, DJ did have 21 incompletions in a 31-30 Clemson loss against South Carolina, their better in-state rival against the Gamecocks. And then gets benched in the ACC title game. They have the youngster takeover, and Clemson actually wins the ACC championship. So is this a guy who UCLA wants in, on their team? Yes, a billion thousand percent. You bring him in. And even if he doesn't win the job, for whatever reason, you get him. And for some reason, whatever it is, you go after him. That is the single most coveted, I could argue, quarterback recruit. It, there's no there's no question. There is no question. There are good quarterbacks out there to go grab. But DJ would top the short list of guys UCLA should grab in terms of looking outside of their program, what they already have, to go grab another guy. So DJ, he's that big pocket presence, one of the top two quarterbacks. Remember way back when, the 2018-2019 classes, when it was Bryce Young, DJ? They were wondering, why are these quarterbacks leaving California? CJ Stroud from Iowa State, he went to Rancho Cucamonga High School. So these are guys who are initially leaving California, and maybe UCLA through the portal in this new day and age of college football can bring them back. DJ absolutely would be a great get to be in the portal to replace DTR with what he does, maybe physically a little bit bigger, stronger, and see what he could do. do. Maybe won't hurdle quarterbacks on the regular like Dorian Thompson-Robinson, but nobody I would expect in any near future or future future could try and do like DTR does, the exciting in-the-moment plays. But for Dorian Thompson-Robinson, he's left quite a mark, and that needs to be picked up in 2023. Whether it's a get like DJ, who could very well be someone to come back to the West Coast with a, an offensive mind like Chip Kelly, and they try and, I don't know if you, fix is the right word with DJ, but he does have better numbers than last year, improvements in terms of touchdowns passing to his interception total. Again, 10 INTs to nine passing touchdowns in 21. And then in 22, over 60% completion percentage. Very well, if he could have figured things out the last couple of games, could have been a 3,000 yard thrower in this 2022 season, but Two years left for DJ at minimum, or at maximum, I should say. And still, he's got two years left, maybe one, if depending on how good his 23-year goes, that is the guy to get for UCLA. We'll talk about who the potential steal could be for UCLA and what they already have in their program moving up when we move on. But let's tell you about LinkedIn Jobs because, you know, you know, you never know. The, this transfer portal process 
is a tough one, but you just never know because these days every potential new hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business, just like UCLA hitting in the transfer portal. You want, you want to be 100% certain that you have the access to the best qualified candidates available. As Chip Kelly says, books and ball, maybe not in your small business, but you want to have the ideal of get that good qualified candidate with LinkedIn Jobs. They help you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Just know it's the screening questions that are simple tools that help you prioritize the candidates you want to interview and then hire. Small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps you find qualified candidates you want to talk to faster and post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Moving on here with Locked On UCLA, we're analyzing the quarterbacks here with what UCLA should go after or what do they already have moving into 2023 as they're set to lose DTR, who's been a starter for about four years and started games even in his early true freshman season back in 18. Won't be on campus, does not have any other eligibility, and we thank DTR for his time and service as the UCLA quarterback as he's been a good representative on and off the field of an exciting quarterback. DJ, an exciting potential, you know, is it the guy, is it not the guy? Who knows with DJ Uyunglele, as he could come back home and maybe get UCLA a good starting quarterback right away, and all of a sudden, instead of maybe what could be a down year in 2023, vault them into competition in their last potential year in the Pac-12 for the next season. And still with the Regents and all that, still things to be discussed. But to be discussed, what is a potential quarterback eh, dark horse here? I've seen this name linked, and I was looking at him before he may have been maybe a long stretch, but you don't know. Devin Leary from NC State. I know what you're thinking. NC State, anybody with NC State football hates UCLA because they pulled out at the last minute because of the COVID cancellation in the 2021 Holiday Bowl on the day of the game. So nobody in Raleigh likes UCLA whatsoever. But the Wolfpack quarterback, Devin Leary, stands 6'1", and about the similar size and build maybe of one DTR this year. 1,200 yards passing, 61%, 11 touchdowns, 4 INTs. A New Jersey product, so an East Coast guy. One may wonder if he goes closer to home. Or, hey, come enjoy the West Coast for a year. A guy who since 2020 has been, I believe, what I noticed, 17 wins, 5 losses. A good winner for a good Wolfpack program. The first redshirt freshman starting quarterback since Russell Wilson broke the single-season touchdown passing record, which was held by Phillip Rivers. So this is a guy that's dealt with some Good names who have already come through that NC State program, and it's Leary, who has 6'1", a good build, some you know winner-like qualities with one year of eligibility left, but the problem is he's been a bit injury-prone so far this year, having surgery, I think about a month ago, if not too certain, when it comes to his suffered pectoral injury. So he had suffered, he had surgery on his torn pec. So this is a guy that UCLA wants to get and go after, maybe could be a good number two option. If you don't want to go after other quarterbacks in the portal that aren't named DJ, if he goes somewhere else and maybe with his brother, Mateo, Devin Leary, yes, a New Jersey product, did miss time this year with injury in earlier parts of his career with injury. 6-1, similar build, like Dorian Thompson-Robinson, not exactly the dual threat type of option from what I've seen compared to what DTR brought. But for Devin Leary, again, one year, 
when it comes to eligibility-wise. 17-5 and five since 2020, putting NC State on the map. And they've got big wins even without him. But again, it was a little different with him on the field. This could be a nice guy to bring in, one-year option, maybe give Justin Martin one more year of watching, which we'll talk about him in a moment. Or this would say that maybe Ethan Garbers isn't the guy. But Devin Leary, one-year stopgap option, potentially. We've seen this work with various colleges, and we've seen it not work with various colleges, like JT Daniels, Caden Slovin, Slovis, both going, former SC products, going to new colleges this year, and they're already both in the portal. Whatever it is, however it goes, UCLA needs to get a court, needs to maybe find someone to challenge what they have on their roster. And yes, Slovis from Pitt, that's a guy in the portal, JT Daniels, those are names to be thrown out there. He's trying to transfer from West Virginia. He's been at Three colleges already, Slovis starting at SC, going to Pitt, and now finally finding his way back into the portal. Are those guys that UCLA goes after? I'm not entirely sure. Daniel's all the touted recruiting coming out of modern day, but I think maybe a better circle could be for Devin Leary if he's healthy potentially for a 2023 campaign. He's been out already, I believe, a month and a half, and we'll see if that's a guy UCLA goes after. If DJ is not in their plans or his plans are moving elsewhere, potentially with his brother or a different opportunity. Is that the guy, can Chip Kelly, who's proven they can get guys in the portal? Well, can they get the quarterback that they need and that they want? Remember, Dylan Gabriel was kind of teasing going to UCLA before DTR came back. He goes to Oklahoma and UCLA has to look elsewhere for a 2023 quarterback and beyond, whether it's their own roster or anybody not named DTR. So Devin Leary is that guy from New Jersey, so he could go eh, more East Coast or maybe stick stay away from the West Coast. You never know. That's a guy, again, 17-5 and five in three years, 61%, 11 touchdowns, four interceptions in this year alone, and he's been good. Just to throw JT Daniels' numbers at you, he had 13 touchdowns, nine interceptions this year before being benched the last few games, close to 7,000 career passing yards as a college quarterback. 45 touchdowns, 25 interceptions in his career from SC to Georgia to West Virginia. And he's lost his job every single time. One more to injury at USC, then losing it to Georgia again to injury, and then getting benched to West Virginia. So JT Daniels, maybe a third, fourth, fifth option down the line if he wants to move back to the West Coast. And then Keen Slovis this year, almost 2,400 yards, 10 touchdowns, 9 INTs for the former Pac-12 offensive freshman of the year. Back in 2019, I know both both former SC guys, but still guys in the portal, potentially willing to compete. Slovis, I believe, one more year. Daniels, potentially up to two years of college football eligibility. Leary with one, and then DJ with up to two years. If he stays, if he has a good 2023 year, might go to the NFL draft. However it goes, those are guys who have seen as potential portal options for UCLA at quarterback. Who are the guys that the Bruins have on the roster, and some people have already been floating out the names with the Garbers and the Justin Martins. Well, let's look at who they are briefly and end this episode by saying, all right, what, where are these freshmen or redshirt freshmen or redshirt sophomore? Well, who are these guys that UCLA already has in their system sitting under Chip Kelly, maybe waiting to break out and wait for DTR to graduate? But can you bet on it? I'm not entirely sure. UCLA, as I said, may be betting odd favorites to get the likes of DJ Uyunglele. But here we are with Bet Online. Just know that they're your number one source for all your sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. 
football, basketball, soccer, esports. They've got it all with BetOnline. They've got podcasts to get your betting fix as well. It's the fastest and easiest way with BetOnline to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Where it starts. And where we start to wrap up Locked On UCLA for this episode today, who are the quarterbacks UCLA already has? Well, they've already hit the portal and got Ethan Garbers. He's a transfer from Washington, a SoCal kid, an Orange County kid from Newport Beach, went to Corona Del Mar, sits there. He will be a redshirt junior with at least, I believe, two years of eligibility. 6'3", a little bit taller than DTR, and about 215 pounds of what I've seen. Four-star recruit. Depending on what rankings you use, about a four, fourth, fifth ranked in t- terms of pro style, 12th in about California, back when he was recruited before going to Washington. Won the CIF Division Three Southern Section title with Corona Del Mar. They went undefeated. They were CIF State 1A champs, had the co-offensive player of the year. We've seen him play before. He got his start against Utah last year when DTR was out. Over 200 yards passing, I believe, and two touchdowns in a UCLA loss in Salt Lake City in 2021, even came in late in that Oregon game when DTR went down and potentially had a chance to go down as a hero off the bench and lead the Bruins to an overtime potential game against Oregon in 2021 at the Rose Bowl, or maybe go down the field. Instead, he got a couple of completed passes, moved the ball before throwing a late INT that sealed it for the Ducks in the Rose Bowl a year ago. Garbers this year, his main action has been in mop-up duty against Bowling Green, the long touchdown pass to Josiah Norwood over 50 yards in the opening game way back when, when it was blistering hot, the UCLA offense and the heat in the Rose Bowl, and then got some key time against the likes of Alabama State when the Bruins still when it was a close game against the Hornets, the first ever HBCU and FCS program they've played in their football's history, in program history. He got some key moments a guy that enrolled in January of 2021, came in a little bit early last year, coming from Washington, transferring over, didn't see any action at UW, was a scout MVP, was a holder in 2021, a couple of opportunities to play late in 21, but played in five games. So he doesn't get a red shirt back. He is a red shirt sophomore and mostly saw just limited action against Alabama State, a couple of touchdowns, I believe rushing, did throw a near goal line pick against Alabama State. So does Chip Kelly like what he's seen? Maybe a full offseason for Garbers will do some work. Is this the guy, 6'3", former four-star recruit? You already got him in the portal to be that number two. Is this his time to shine for UCLA, or is he destined to be a number two throughout his career at UCLA? Those are things that Chip Kelly knows that I don't know. But what some people might not know is, who is Justin Martin? This is a guy from Inglewood, Justin Martin, 6'4", 222 pounds, the second largest quarterback of the quarterbacks I've listed. I've listed guys from DJ, JT, Keaton Slovis, Garbers, and Martin. Of the five I've listed, Justin Martin is the second biggest just below DJ, and this is someone UCLA already has in their system on their roster, didn't play anything this year, has four years of eligibility with the red shirt, this being his true freshman campaign was the top 15 in terms of pro-style quarterbacks in his high school days in Inglewood. 2,100 yards, 41 touchdowns, as he led Inglewood, I think, to a Southern Section D2 semifinal berth for Inglewood. And if you remember, Inglewood, he had a 
touchdown game passing against Morningside that got them national headlines, not for good reasons, controversial because his high school team beat another team 106 to nothing. So that's when he made some headlines. He even had TJ Harden, a freshman running back for UCLA, who did some damage with him along on the offensive side of the ball. So Justin Martin, again, 106 nothing win. High school teammates already with the tailback in the backfield that could very well compete for a starting job. Is that going to help in the backfield with guys who have already worked together in high school ball? And is that something with Justin Martin, a bigger product? I believe I read something from Greg Biggins, who's all over the, the portal recruiting and everything. Said he had a good delivery, good long velocity, 6'4", so he stands tall, much taller, much bigger than DTR. Did run some track and field, I believe, in high school to Justin Martin. So this is a guy that could potentially be that dual threat. We haven't seen it at the D1 level, but is this a guy at the FBS Power 5 level going from end of the Pac-12 to the, the Big Ten days? Is this a guy that UCLA trusts with the reins to build a couple years and give him a, some time to take over the reins and be the quarterback of not just in 23, but 24 and 25 and maybe beyond with him having still four years of eligibility? For the guys who UCLA already has, it comes down to Garbers and Martin and who makes the most off-season progression moving forward and being a good quarterback to challenge for that starting job in 23. Garbers only two years of eligibility, and Martin, he's got four years. So even if he sits a couple more years, I guess it's not like even a decade ago where you had to wait your turn. You had to be a junior or at least a redshirt sophomore to earn that spot. Well, Justin Martin could very well potentially compete for that starting job in 23 as a redshirt freshman. Garbers has been here a couple of years waiting for DTR to graduate for the 25th time and then move on. So is he the guy that thinks this is my job? Does he step up and win it? Is Martin going to say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Ethan, but it's my job to win. I'm just a little bit better. Those are all things Chip Kelly will have to decide in the offseason. And maybe it's a portal veteran that comes through and looks to guide these guys into a, a two, three quarterback battle if it's not going and getting DJ or Devin Leary or finding one of these other guys who have been at 30 different colleges in their college career. Again, DJ would be atop the list for UCLA, albeit it could be a one-year stopgap, which leads you to believe, well, if UCLA gets a quarterback in, does Garbers go and transfer out? Does Justin Martin say, all right, I need one more year of development before that guy leaves, potentially, or two years, and then I'm getting a job? So again, everybody who UCLA might bring in so far they haven't truly lost anybody impactful other than, surprisingly, their kicker and punter, Nicholas Barmira, who just walked on senior day and will be in the portal to go somewhere else, I believe, for grad school. Largely, I haven't seen too many impact players for UCLA hit the portal and expect to leave. It's all who's going to the draft and who is going to stay. In the end, whoever UCLA gets in the portal if they get somebody might kill the depth of the quarterbacking room between Garbers and Justin Martin. Artopius, Chase Artopius, already left and I think committed to somewhere else. He was more of the scout QB, but still, you want to have one, two, or three quarterbacks as a depth chart, and you just wonder, if they do get a DJ, maybe that means Garbers is gone, and then Justin Martin's the backup. How's that going to look like? Huh? Who knows? But those are your options, potentially a shorter list for UCLA when it comes to looking at quarterbacks for 2023 and beyond. The long-term option would be Justin Martin. A one- to two-year option would be Garbers. A shorter option is Leary and DJ if you want to go that route and think you compete for a Pac-12 title in 23. If, if not, if you want to go with an 8-4, and four, potentially, if UCLA 
thinks that's the route they can go next year, maybe Martin's the guy, and you just go through the growing pains, if there are any, next year and beyond. Garbers, he's been waiting. He knows the system longest. He's been here since winter, spring of January 21 after leaving Washington moving forward. So what's going to go on? Uh, Who knows? That's all to be decided, hopefully shortly, here with Locked On UCLA and the Transfer Portal. Thanks for making Locked On UCLA your first listen each and every day. It's free wherever you get your podcasts, and it's available on YouTube. Like, comment, and subscribe. And let's get those hands in the air, everybody. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, U, C, L, A, U, C, L, A, fight, fight, fights. That's right. We got more coming up with you guys, all the portal coverage and everything in between. This has been Locked on UCLA. Zach Edders, the Oxheimer, signing off. Go Bruins.